Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. What have I learned? That's the topic for today, and it's a good question. We're currently looking at the life of Joseph in the Old Testament of the Bible as part of our review series. It's a famous story. We've covered part of it already. Joseph is given a flashy coat by his dad because he's the favourite. He boasts about his dreams and ambitions, but his brothers are jealous, and after nearly murdering him, they sell him as a slave, and he ends up in a foreign country working for one of the king's officials. Then there's a stint in jail before being hired by Pharaoh to be Egypt's highest ranking civil servant, the official famine planner. We know that things turn out well for Joseph. In the end, um, God ultimately rescues his whole family from starvation. So it's a brilliant story with a happy ending. But it's easy to forget this is also a horrific series of events full of personal trauma. Let's just unpack this briefly, okay? Uh, Joseph was a teenage boy who was attacked by his older half-brothers and sold to strangers. Try and imagine the scene where Joseph is physically dragged away screaming, never expecting to see his family again. That sort of betrayal is enough to crush anyone. Genesis 39 tells us he is taken to Egypt and likely put through the indignity and humiliation of a slave market where people bid on him. He's bought by Potiphar, the captain of Pharaoh's guard, and set to work. Quickly, he becomes trusted and put in charge of the household, but the tragedy just keeps on coming. Just as he's becoming successful, making his way in a foreign country, he's falsely accused of attempted rape and thrown in jail with no hope of trial or release. At this point, I'm sure I would be bitter and angry at the world, lashing out at everyone over the injustice of it all. Looking back on the past 15 months, like we do with Joseph's story, it's easy to focus on the big picture of what's happened. Painting broad brushstrokes of lockdown one, eat out to help out, then another two lockdowns with Christmas somewhere in the middle. There are now government inquiries looking at the decisions that were made and people pointing fingers with the clarity of hindsight. History will summarise this pandemic and children will learn about it in the same way we talk about the world wars today. But, just like the Joseph story, it has also been a year full of personal trauma and tragedy which the headlines can't begin to capture. We can't ignore that kind of suffering. Every single person has been affected in some way, whether by death, illness, isolation, job loss or other means. Some have suffered badly. Some, like me, have been okay and we've muddled through. I've had struggles. Homeschooling a nine and 12 year old was tough and I felt exhausted at times. Some of us have even done well financially and that's great. So what have I learned in all of this? What is my takeaway from COVID-19? Well, it's simply this. The Lord is with you. That may seem a ridiculous statement to you. How could I possibly come to that naive conclusion in the face of all this tragedy? Well, when I read back to the story of Joseph, the writer repeatedly points something out. In Genesis 39, where Joseph sold to Potiphar, it says in verse 2, The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. 
Then again, verse 3, the Lord gave him success in everything he did. Later, when he's thrown in jail, verse 21 says, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness. And verse 23, the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Now, you could argue there was something special about Joseph, which meant that God was with him. But when you start looking for it in the Bible, you see it everywhere. Abraham, Moses, Joshua, Isaiah, Jeremiah. God said to each one of them, I am with you. And of course, Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 28, I am always with you before sending us the Holy Spirit in Acts 2. That's the promise for each one of us. God himself will be with us. And that has been my experience this year. Every time I have felt lost, alone, disappointed, confused, angry or spent, God has comforted me through his word, his presence and his people. Speaking about the challenge of leading his church through COVID, John Tyson, pastor of church in the city, New York, recently said, this has been the worst year of my life, but the best year of my heart. Why? Because God is with us, working all things for his glory. And what I love about God's promise is that he is not just with us in the good times. Psalm 38 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. When Joseph was thrown in jail, the Lord was with him and showed him kindness. If you're like me, your feelings about God may change due to your situation, but God's love for you does not change based on circumstance. He is with you and is reaching out in kindness. So that is what I have learned. And maybe you need to hear this again today. The Lord is with you. Amen.